podcast we're on episode number 14 14 today which is crazy because i my goal for season one uh was to do 15 episodes i thought you know that sounded like a good number 15 episodes for season one and we're almost there i've got one more episode on the docket next week and then the plan will be to take a couple months off for summer and we'll kick off season two again in the fall uh in august um unless i get the itch to start it again sooner but yeah season one is coming to a close here shortly and it's just nuts to me that we have had so many weeks of this already it's just been the coolest thing to have this little podcast this community here and I'm so grateful for you guys listening each week so that's the plan just a little you know behind the scenes we have this episode today and then one more next week and then that will be a wrap for season one and I'll get it started again in August for season number two and I'm really hoping that I can bring on more guests in season two and figure out my equipment a little bit better I told you guys last week oh the podcast last week the one with Jess Todrick the episode about finding your purpose goal setting all that with life coach Jess Todrick um the audio for that was such a disaster it took me like three plus hours to edit that audio to try to salvage it and um so yeah it's just it's very time consuming like on the back end of things which you don't think about and I guess you know that's true of everything content in general that you see online there's always way more that goes into it than what it looks like and so um so yeah I think for the summer it's just going to be great to maybe uh take a little break between seasons and have more time to do fun stuff with the kiddos we're going to be traveling a bunch this summer we're taking a trip actually right after the kids get out of school like the day after they get out um we're off on our first little adventure so um so anyway that's the plan finish out season one here and then uh, kick it back up in um august so anyway you guys today's episode i am really looking forward to because i want to just chat about four ways to get yourself out of a funk and i feel like I have a lot of experience being in funks. <laughs> I don't know, you know, if anyone else could relate to that. But you know, I do. I have those highs and lows. I think that's pretty normal human experience to go into these highs and lows, these ruts, um, times where you're just feeling high on life, and then other times where things are rough. And maybe, you know, there's there's outside circumstances, of course, that are contributing to that. But for me, what I recognize most of the time when I am in a funk is that I am getting too lost in negative thoughts. You know, there there are some times when you might be in a funk because something really bad is happening in your life or something particularly stressful or whatever outside circumstance may be going on. But a lot of times my own, my funks, my ruts are my own fault because I am letting myself get lost in negative thoughts and in self-criticism and in negative thought patterns that I'm not stopping. And you guys know I'm very passionate about controlling like, you know, the power of our thoughts. I find that all very fascinating. And I, um, 
I just noticed that connection. Like my ruts are direct result of me being a negative Nancy, of me, you know, complaining too much, of me being super critical of myself or of judging things too harshly that I've done or just nitpicking things in life in general and looking at things through a negative lens. And when I do that too much, then I find myself you know, in a rut, just feeling down for a couple of days. And there's just a few things that I have learned over these last couple of years that really help me get out of a funk, that help turn my mood around, that help kind of change my mindset, just little things that make actually make a really big impact. And so I want to share those little tips with you guys today in case any of you are also you know, going through a funk or sometimes you find yourself just having an off day or an off couple of days, I really think these things will help. Okay, tip number one, and this is something that I completely like made up on my own, (laughs) Um, but it actually works. Like it has worked for me. And so I want to share it with you guys. And so what you're going to do is just grab a piece of paper and a pencil and in the middle of the page, draw a little circle and that circle is you. And then out from that little circle, that little bubble, you're going to draw two lines that go up to bigger circles. Okay, are you following me? We got the one in the middle, draw some lines up, and you have two little circles there that extend out from that main bubble. And those two circles are going to represent things that bring you joy, and then things that stress you out, things that are negative in your life. And take 10 minutes, you know, or as long as you want, and just write down things in the joy bubble, for example, that bring you joy, things that make you happy, things that make you feel good, things that are positive in your life right now. Think through all those things and write them out in that little bubble. And then on the other side of the page, you have the negative bubble, which is things that right now maybe are stressing you out, things that are um, you know, causing you anxiety or whatever it may be, things that are hard in your life right now, whether that's, you know, just a, the thought pattern that you might be in or something difficult that's going on or something with work or whatever, just, you know, spend some time filling those out. Things that bring you joy, things that stress you out and that are negative in your life right now. And then ask yourself why. Ask yourself why you put what you put in those little bubbles and just spend some time like actually looking at them or, you know, writing it out really helps for me at least and ask yourself why. And, you know, the reason I'm I'm sharing this one is because I did this a couple of months ago and it's such a simple little exercise, but it had like a profound impact on me. And what I, I did, I did this exact same thing. I wrote my, you know, little bubble in the middle, the two bubbles out on the top with joys and, and negative things. And I realized, a huge like epiphany for me was that a lot of my negativity or perceived negativity of my current situation or my life or um, some struggles I was having or whatever was coming from social media, from consuming too many other people's lives and seeing how I was even like subconsciously comparing myself to those people and then negatively thinking about my own life or my own situation or just whatever. You know what I mean? And that was like, it seems obvious, but just going through that little exercise helped me realize like, okay, I need to cut way back on consuming social media or be more careful with how much time I spend on it. And I think I shared this in an episode actually, but it was just eye-opening to me because I realized like, wait a minute, are these negative things or am I just perceiving them? 
them to be, you know, you can compare yourself to people in every way possible on social media. Are you as far along as that person in life? Are you as successful or however you gauge success? Are you as pretty? Are you as thin? Are you as funny? Whatever it may be. You know what I mean? We all do that. And then if you do that enough, that can really seep into your own thoughts about your life and how you perceive yourself. And it was just very, you know, like I said, eye-opening for me to to look at this bubble of negative things and realize like, well, maybe you're not feeling like you're far enough along yet because you're too busy comparing yourself to other people. And just like I said, spend some time asking the whys behind the, the things that you wrote down and be honest with yourself. And just for some reason, for me, writing it down and seeing it listed out, it just is a therapeutic process and it really helps me. So if you are you know, just having an off day, an off couple of days, like take some time to try that. I know it may be a little out there. And, you know, like I said, I just kind of completely stumbled on this one day when I was feeling off, but it really did help me just to see, you know, okay, these are the things that are making me happy right now in my life. And these are the things that I want to do more of. And I want to sprinkle into my day more. I want to focus on more because they're going well. And these are the things that maybe I can either pull back on or things that I can change. You know, you have the power to change certain things in your life. And I think a lot of us, you know, sometimes don't want to take the responsibility for that power because it's almost an easier cop out to just say, no, I can't change any of these things. Like this is the way that it is. But take some ownership over those situations and that are in the negative side and figure out how can I change these things so that I have more joy or so I feel more fulfilled or whatever it may be. And I really think if you do that, you'll learn some things. You will you will learn some things about yourself and it will help you. So try that. And, um, and I really feel like for me, at least that just like, it really put me in a better mental space because it helped me kind of see things written out like, okay, this is what I need to change. And this is what I need to lean into more, you know? Um, okay. Tip number two. And this one is actually based on a really, really good book I'm reading right now. And I'll share more about that in a second. But the tip is to simply high five yourself. Go to a mirror right now. If you have a mirror after you're done listening to this, go to a mirror, look at yourself in the reflection and literally put your hand up to the mirror, to your reflection, touch the mirror with your hand and give yourself a high five and look at yourself in the eye and say, you're doing a good job. You are doing a good job. Look at your own reflection. See that person in the mirror looking back at you and give that person compassion and give that person grace. And by touching the mirror and literally like physically giving yourself a high five, you there's act, there's like a lot of um, crazy science behind it. I'm reading the book, The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. I can link it down in the show notes. She's phenomenal. She is so great. And she, um, the book is all about this, like the power of giving yourself a high five. And she recommends doing this every single day. But I think it's especially you know, you can totally do that. What she suggests is doing it in the morning. First thing when you wake up, you know, while you're brushing your teeth or whatever, go to the mirror, look yourself, you look at your reflection and physically give yourself a high five. And um, obviously you can do that every day, but I think it's especially great if you're in a funk or you're in a rut. Like I said, right after this, go to the mirror, look at yourself in the eye and say, you're doing a good job you are doing a good job. You are okay. 
talk to yourself with compassion like you would talk to a friend you know, give yourself that grace that you give other people. And I did this. Yeah, I'm doing this. I am actually doing this right now. But the first time that I did it, just being completely honest and vulnerable, I started crying. Like I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not lying. I started crying the very first time that I did it. And I was reading this book, started reading this book, um, as I was kind of in a funk and in a bit of a rut and just like, you know, like I said earlier, getting into that negative self-talk and being really hard on myself. I'm my own worst critic and just like feeling down on myself. That's kind of the mindset I was in when I did this. And so when I went and did it in the mirror, like I honestly started crying because it almost like helped me see myself as a real person. You know, and that sounds so crazy. I, I I don't know if I can articulate it well enough. But when you look at yourself in the eye, in the mirror, and you stop tearing apart, oh, you're, you know, whatever, like, oh, you look really tired today, or oh, that, you know, you, whatever, like your hair doesn't look good, or oh, there's your big nose, or whatever negative things you always tell yourself, like, put all that to the side, and look at that person as somebody that deserves a high five, somebody that deserves love and compassion, because you are so much more than the negative things you're thinking about yourself. You're so much more than your failures, than the hurts, than all the bad stuff, you know, that you might be carrying around. And you can look at yourself and say, you know, I deserve a high five. I'm doing a great job. I am working hard. I am trying. I'm hustling. If you're a mom, especially of little ones, or even in general, like I'm, you know, supporting my kids and loving them and doing the best that I can for them and think through some of those things like that you're doing really well right now in your life and celebrate those things because you are worthy of praise and love. And even though it's a simple little thing, really pretty remarkable just the science behind it. And I've talked about self-compassion in an episode a couple weeks ago, um, but that's such a powerful tool. Like, especially if you're going through something hard right now or a life change or something stressful, you know, give yourself credit for what you're going through. Give yourself credit for all the hard things that you're doing. Stop talking down on yourself. Stop talking negative to yourself and go to the mirror and look at that person and be like, man, you are, you're doing a great job. Like, look at all this crazy stuff that's going on in your life right now. And here you are like fighting every day, pushing through it. Give yourself that same love that you give other people around you and stop judging yourself for every little thing. It's just, it's really been a great thing for me. I'll be honest, I don't do it every day. Uh, I, I forget, I don't do it every day, but the days that I do it, I do feel better. And like I said, that first day I did it, I cried, I cried because I was just like feeling so down on myself. And I realized like, wait a minute, like, look at you, Sarah, like you're doing great things. Like you, you're doing awesome. Like your own journey, like your journey is your journey and you shouldn't compare it to anybody else or whatever. You know, this is a couple of weeks ago, but, uh, it really is powerful. So try that. If you're in a funk, as silly as it sounds, you know, if you want to shut the door or whatever, go to the mirror, give yourself a high five, look at that person in the eye and say, you're doing great. You are doing awesome. And it's going to be okay. You are okay. Okay. Tip number three, and this one is huge for me. And that is to simply pray for what you need. You know, I've talked a lot about my faith, uh, throughout this podcast, my faith, 
uh, without my faith, I would be nothing. I would have nothing. I would be so lost and so without a purpose and so without hope that I really can't imagine not having faith, not having this foundation, this relationship with Jesus Christ in my life. And it's just such a powerful, powerful thing. And I've told you guys a lot. I've shared a few times that like, I don't even like to use the word religious too much because I think so many of us know of, of, um, you know, have hurts from the church or have hurts from religious people or whatever it may be. Like, I just look at it, like put all that to the side and look at it as a relationship with God, this creator of the universe, this creator that, that created the stars and the moon that's in the sky and the sun that rises every single morning that we get to see, like the sun comes up every day, not because you or I did anything about it, but because God set it up that way. And it's just, it, it just lights me up in a way that I, that nothing else in this world does. And if I am in a funk the best thing that I can do for myself is to just go sit in a quiet room, get my Bible, talk to God, just pray, like cry to God, like tell God what you need, tell God why you're struggling, tell God the specifics of your situation. Like that's what he wants from us, you know, is to have that personal connection, that personal relationship with God, where you truly are going to him for everything big and small. And sometimes you can think like, oh, God doesn't care about, you know, whatever's happening at work or or this and that. And that's not true. Like, I really believe that God wants to hear, wants us to talk to him all throughout the day, like about every little thing. And it's just such a a powerful thing when you can sit quietly in prayer. And what a privilege, what a privilege prayer is. Like, isn't that, does that, that blow anyone else's mind? Like, you can literally talk to the creator of the universe anytime you want sincerely genuinely praying in your heart and in your mind and and um the power of the holy spirit it's just incredible you know and one thing i like to pray especially when i'm in a funk or i'm struggling is just ask ask god you know put ask the holy spirit to invade your thoughts and renew your mind and a few weeks ago i was just struggling with some stuff with work and uh different things and i talked to god about those things and asked god please god you know fill my mind with creativity fill my mind with things that i need to do what i do to the best of my ability and invade my thoughts you know renew my mind and it just it's a powerful thing and you don't you know you're not just going to pray that one time and everything's going to be better but man, I'll tell you what, when I genuinely sit down and sincerely spend that time in prayer, I do feel better after. Like I do feel this weight off my shoulders. Like, wait, okay, I'm not doing this alone. I'm not in this alone. I got God, the creator of the universe on my side. He is here with me. He loves me. He's got my back. He gives me a purpose beyond all this other stuff. You know what I mean? All these other distractions. Like that's what grounds me. And the more I lean into that, the better I feel. And it's almost like those times I'm in a rut are the times I'm forgetting to spend that time in prayer. I'm forgetting to connect with God. And you know, you can even, even something as simple that helps me in a rut is turning worship music on. Like I have the same like 10 songs uh, worship songs that I listen to 
over and over and over again and I listen to a lot of these songs um, particularly when I'm flying to help my anxiety or whatever concerns or fears or worries I have when I'm flying like these songs comfort me right and so if I even turn them on while I'm cleaning or doing dishes whatever it just it connects me with God and it kind of centers me and so yeah that's a huge thing for me talk to God tell him what you need if you're in a rut and um I promise you will feel better after. Okay, tip number four, and this is a simple one, but man, it is powerful, and that is to go for a walk. Go for a walk. Get outside. Go for a walk. And even if it's cold, which it often is cold and windy where I live, I swear we live in this pocket of wind. It's just never ending here. Um, And sometimes that really keeps me from getting outside because I hate wind. I really hate wind. (laughs) Like, I would almost rather have it just be cold than windy. Um, actually, I don't like either of those things. So I would prefer neither of those. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if it's cold out, like, put a beanie on, bundle up, go for a walk. And it's it's one of the most underrated things I think we can do for our mental health. Uh, if you're in a rut, if you're stressed, whatever, get outside, get out in nature, get out and breathe some fresh air and look at the horizon, get your eyes off your phone, off your computer, whatever's right in front of your face. And you know, look out into, in my case, the prairie or towards the mountains or whatever. And it just, it clears my mind in such a way Um you know, the other day I was kind of having a day of just being frustrated about some stuff and just kind of like, ugh, like feeling just a little bit blah uh, towards the end of the day. My day didn't start out that way, but it was headed in that direction. You know what I'm saying? Like your day can start really good and then, I don't know, something small can happen and then you're frustrated and ugh, now you have to deal with that. So it was one of those kinds of days. And I uh, told my husband, I'm like, hey, can you hang out with the kids? Like I which he's amazing to support me in that way. And is always like, yeah, of course, go. So I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk. So I went out for a 45-minute walk. And part of the walk, I prayed. Part of the walk, I just listened to music, listened to podcasts. Um, Part of the walk, I was just in silence. And I tell you what, I felt so much better, so much better. Because I think what it is, is it's like, one, it's getting your body moving. It's getting the blood flowing. You're getting fresh air. You're seeing something besides your computer, your whatever you're working on. You know what I mean? And um, it's putting you out kind of in nature. And it, it honestly, it helps me almost just like put things in perspective. It helps me feel small in a sense where it's like, okay, there's a bigger picture here. There's more to life than this one little situation that's going on. It just really helps me clear my head. And I can't, you know, can't stress enough the power of just going for a walk. If you're having a hard day, get out there, go for a walk. I promise it will make you feel better. And, you know, even if it's only a 15 minute walk, I really think it can help so, so much, especially if you, um, you know, have like been inside all day or working or haven't been for a walk out in nature for a while or whatever. And that's like I said, that's how I can be here. Like there can be days because of the cold and the wind that I don't really go outside other than to and from my car and in and out of a store for a couple of days at a time and then I'm like well wait a minute like I haven't really been outside at all uh I gotta do that I gotta do that put on the heavy coat put on the beanie whatever you need to do to be comfortable and get yourself out there it really just clears your mind I have some of my best ideas when I'm on a walk 
and you're alone. So that's a bonus. You're having some time to yourself. <laughs> um, it's just a really great tool. You know, I'm excited because the weather's getting slowly, slowly getting warmer. Uh, and that means I'll have more time for walks. And so, um, so yeah, there you have it, guys. Four mostly easy things you can do to get yourself out of a funk. These things have all helped me tremendously and I really feel like they will help you as well. So I hope you got something out of that and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, as always, if you enjoyed this, it means so much to me. If you can share it with a friend, with family, whoever, you know, you can take a screenshot, put it on your social media. Um, that just helps so, so much and I appreciate it. It always makes me so happy when I see you guys doing that over on Instagram uh, or leave a review, whatever, that just helps uh, the podcast, you know, get seen more. Um, so yeah, guys, I'm going to cut it off here, but I just hope that you are having a great week, a great day, wherever you are in the world. Give yourself some compassion, some self-love today. Go right now. Go try the mirror thing. Go try the high five in the mirror. I promise you will feel better. And um, yeah, love you guys. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.